We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat win! Heat win! Heat win! Never in doubt! Never in doubt! (laughs) Don't put about that shit the whole fucking time, cowards! No fucking guts. I saw y'all on the Twitter timeline talking about, oh, this is going to be the worst loss of the season. (laughs) It might have come from my account, but I didn't fucking, I didn't really believe that shit. Oh, crying. Oh, crunch time. We're so bad at crunch time. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler and one motherfucker. Uh, Jimmy Butler, Missy Free Day, whatever. Um, Kyle Lowry, fucking defensive stopper. Kyrie Irving does everything in his fucking might to try to win this. Fuck him. We got it. Listen, in the course of an NBA season, you're going to have pretty wins. You're going to have ugly losses. There's no such thing as an ugly win. They won the fucking game. They played down to the competition. There was a Cam something or other. It wasn't Cam <laughs> Reddish or Cam Johnson. It was another. It was a Cam Newton. It was a Cam out this motherfucker going ham, <laughs> like just going crazy. Just an, un, an in, a nondescript Cam just went ham on us. The shit happens. Heat motherfucking win. First from the Eastern Conference. Bring me the fuck out, brass. I am Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome into the Miami Heat Beat post-game show, Hangover Time. If you're watching live on Twitch, thank you. We love you. Throw us those subs. I think we're like almost halfway to the 200 sub count where I have to sing Peppas. I still haven't learned the words. I don't know how to speak Spanish, but I, I know that. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you need. That's some rhythm. And yeah. then, and then I'll just I'll people pay the, the money; words. they want a little more than that. But that's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll get the words now. If if you guys give us two hundred subs, I will get there. Um, if you're watching the replay on YouTube, thank you as well. We love you. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe <laughs> button. But please try to check us out live on Twitch after the game. The chat be lit. We be having a lot of fun live. Come and don't be us. weirdos in the comments, YouTube. Don't be weirdos. Please, in the some fucking weirdos yeah, lately. Honestly, let me you. just say something. If you have to say I'm not sexist or racist in your <laughs> YouTube comment, you're sexist you're and racist. <laughs> yeah. Just letting you know. So I'm super excited tonight because you know what it is, Moose. Let him know. 
I gotta hit him one time for a Saturday night dream drop. Not to mention, we have the one and only Rohan Narkarni. Rohan, what's going on, man? I'm not gonna lie, it, it took way longer than I expected to get introduced. I know that you guys, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't think you know who I am. I don't just do local shows like that, you know. Um, I just was, I thought I'd do do you a favor, a fellow nine five four guy, but uh, yeah, that Listen, was a long introduction. Off, that was a long introduction to say the least. Let me tell you something, Rohan. You are one of us at this point. This is love. Yeah. Like, it's love. You are a, you are an honorary Heat Beat member at this point. I appreciate so, it. Rohan Cody's part of the family. Yeah, there you go. Good, Good save. Good save. You guys I'll make sure to send in your W4 next week. Yeah, yeah, okay. Thank you. you. Gotta, <laughs> gotta get his 1099 yeah, season. Um, but we have Rohan here. Super excited because every time we have a guest, we lose. We won tonight. I, and I have a secret to why we won. I'm gonna I'll get into it a little bit later. It's on me. I'm just going to let y'all know. But we are going to first, we're going to find out what everybody's drinking. And I also want to hear your player of the game. Lego. Someone in the chat mentioned Kenny is in 1080p. Yeah, for now. Kenny, for now. Um, <laughs> don't internet glow it. up. It, honestly, Kenny has fixed his Wi-Fi a little bit, and I don't know what it's going to do to the show. I don't <laughs> think it's good for content, but shit. Kenny it, says it he's fixed his Wi-Fi, but I think he just unplugged it and plugged it back in. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. He blew it in like a Nintendo cartridge, and he's like, I fixed my shit. Uh, Rohan, what are you drinking tonight, and who was your player of the game? Uh, true to form, like every single other time we've done this show, I once again do not have a drink. What? We talked about this. I, this is like I might theoretically my boss would maybe see this. I don't think that that's ever going to happen, but I guess I'm technically representing Sports Illustrated, so no drink. But uh, my player of the game, I'm going to go with uh, Duncan Robinson. Uh, I'm just Aww. starting the agenda early. I'm going with Duncan, a man uh, who after is my own heart, who was closing down the stretch for a minute, and then he got taken yes. out for Gabe Vincent, even though Kyrie was cooking the entire team, and Duncan got scapegoated for it, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm going with, uh, yo, Schmitten Schmolnik every time. Just <laughs> taking shots, doesn't say about where I live. Like, Schmitten, Los Feliz Boulevard, corner of Los Feliz in Vermont, uh, Los Angeles, California. I'm waiting, all right? So whatever you want. A bitch. Uh, yeah, whatever you want. Let's go. Um, but uh, anyway, that's what I'm not drinking, and that's my player of the night. Right. Ro could getty the fuck out of here. And if you're if you're listening on the pod stream, uh, Rohan it's is wearing a getty joke. hat, which yeah. is <laughs> I mean, which is why you should be watching. Uh, uh, I Bruce, didn't catch that. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> Man, you your already Wi-Fi know. was working. You can't even see Getty. Um, Moose, it should look like karate to Kenny right now. Uh, Moose, what are you drinking, and who is your player of the game? Uh, come on, Saturday night, drip drop night. You know, I got my monkey shoulder here, got it with a little bit of ginger ale. And uh, my player of the game, you know what? I got to go with PJ, man. I, I know PJ Tucker wasn't giving us everything on the offensive end, but he was giving us everything and more on the defensive end. And that huge third quarter for us, that all started with PJ's hustle. So uh, PJ Tucker, easily my player of the game, especially for his defense late in the game as well in the fourth quarter. 
honestly, he was he was amazing all game. And, and we have a we have the PJ play of the night. We need him. We probably need to make some imaging for that shit. Yeah. Uh, because the motherfucker's been a monster all year long, and all you people that wanted fucking Marcus Morris to start over him, you guys are fucking idiots. I'm just letting <laughs> you know that right now. Uh, let's trade Marcus Mo- Duncan and two first for Marcus Morris. You guys are dumb. Anyway, um, <laughs> Brass, I'm all one tonight. I'm going to let y'all know. It's going to be a long and bad show. Uh, Brass, what are you drinking tonight, and who is your player of the game? Uh, nothing fancy for me tonight. Tonight I made a uh, an old-fashioned just you know, as a go-to drink because it's an old-fashioned heat culture type win tonight, folks. So I mean, they were they they dominated most of the game. Got a little dicey in the end. We've seen that happen. But again, they uh, tend to take their foot off the gas to lesser teams like the Nets. Um, and uh, my player of the game, my player of the game tonight. I'm gonna go. We're on a multiple game streak here. Bam Adebayo has yes. been absolutely dominating the game of basketball as we know it um yeah 19 and 14 uh he was like a plus 20 i think plus 22 um second i think second most rebounds um uh on the team tonight i mean he's just in every in every way of the game bam has been absolutely crushing it lately so cheers to him uh brass is drunk he had the most rebounds on the team yeah, the most. Um, no, no, no. I meant, I meant assists. I'm sorry. I meant assists. Second most assists. No, okay. no. I said, I said, not, yeah, 19 and 14. Yeah, second most assists, just behind behind Lowry. Somebody yeah, of course, in the comments said I have a uh, look of disdain on my face, and I just want to say that's correct. Yeah. Disdain <laughs> yeah. for what? The long intro. Like, you, yeah. you are getting quite the fucking ego, my friend. Oh, goodness. Quite the goddamn ego. Uh, Am I going to use my three strike rule on on Rohan? Oh, like, is, no, I mean, guess, is that, don't, no. Guess get five strikes and five uh, you guys have a three strike rule yeah well you know it's mostly oh, for solana, solana. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah okay it usually starts with a drink exactly it's stupid. usually for the people that don't drink but you know i see gonna... i see yeah you're, you're okay, on like okay. strike three already but you get five so we're there good. we go all right <laughs> someone, just said, someone just said that's his face <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i just i'm here for the comments always <laughs> <laughs> the best. Yeah. Uh, someone said sausage fest up in here. Yeah, uh, all the women left yeah. when they heard Rohan was coming on. Uh, Kenny, what are you drinking tonight, and who is your player of the game? So I look. I go behind the curtain a little bit. I don't drink outside the hang all the time, so I do still have the baby bottle. I'm not going to end up man. like Eddie came. I'm, I'm not going to end up like Eddie came because of y'all. Because if I walk up on y'all singing nights like this, all fucked up, y'all gonna be like, oh no, chill. I'm with my family. No, you gonna hear these vocals? It's cool. <laughs> I got the, I got the baby bottle. <laughs> I don't know. I've been drinking this baby <laughs> bottle for a little while. So I got the baby bottle. No, show the baby name. bottle. Show it. Show it to everybody. <laughs> I got the baby bottle still. Jesus. I might finish it tonight. It's a drip drop night. You might. So, I mean, you I fucking might. better. <laughs> you got a drink for Rohan, too. <laughs> and my player already oh, game. Man. I'm not supposed to do this, but my, my, my point was already formulated in my head. So I'm going to go bam out of bio anyway. Because we're all talking about him being aggressive or not aggressive, whatever the case is. And I saw a couple of complaining about him not being aggressive tonight, including somebody in the chat. He only took 12 shots. So my whole thing is be aggressive as long as you're smart about it. And tonight he was smart about it. He took 12 shots, but that also led the team tonight in field goal attempts. So he finished with 19 and 14. He took his, he picked his spots, 8 for 12 from the field. I'm still going bam. 
Somebody asked, why is it Rohan at a, a Super Bowl party? And that's a really good question. We'll get to that in a second. You live in L.A., don't you? I mean, it's only 8 o'clock here. I don't know. Like, who's to say I'm, this is like all I got going oh, on today? You know? yeah. oh, I'm man. also really old and not leaving the house by 8 o'clock means I'm going to bed. <laughs> you you already made your decision for the night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock is, is tomorrow for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, eight o'clock yeah. is tomorrow for me here. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. If it's yeah, eight yeah. p.m., I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, I hope Moose doing a drip drop night because besides that, I'm not I'm not wilding out. Brian, who is your first of all, Brian Goins, rare appearance on Hangover <laughs> someone, Time. Someone said this is definitely all I have going on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are wearing a I mean, Getty hat. I was gonna say the Getty hat is a giveaway. Miami, yeah. pretty much like Getty means like you're having a pachanga or a party. <laughs> uh, but Brian Goins, rare appearance on Hangover Time. Thank you for joining us. That's a, Brian does like to go to sleep by 10 p.m., 10.30, warm glass of milk, and he's in the bed. But he stayed up late on a Saturday night. What are you drinking, and who is your player of the game? I made myself a screwdriver with some Tito's. I had a bigger bottle than Kenny, so uh, Kenny, you don't have an excuse. Uh, I don't really drink, and I still have a big bottle in my pantry, so get one out. Um, please. And Kenny's got, Kenny's uh, yeah, got I mean, I mean screwdriver because man, like this team screws around the fourth quarter way too much. So like, <laughs> what other what a drink should I make? Um, my player of the game, I think. I wanted to go with Bam, but I think I have to go with Kyle Lowry. There's a lot of times in that game towards the end, especially where he kind of just kept the team composed, to, um, with just like with either a shot like a layup that he had in the fast break, or just simple passes that they need in order just to get their offense, you know, just like not screwing itself over because that's pretty much the theme of this this entire fourth quarter is they just like to do stupid things make it hard and for themselves. No. honestly with lowry they at least cut it down by half mm -hmm. and that's yeah. enough for them to win these games so uh, i gotta give it to lowry and even on defense towards that, like that last possession him and pj double teaming on Kyrie and cameron thomas like you honestly like those are the reasons why they went out this offseason to get specifically those two players we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, because last year they won this game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Shemitha says Rohan had to cancel his Wordle plans to come on the show tonight. What is going on with Smeathan and, and uh, Ro well, actually, uh, dude, Smeathan, uh, Smeathan I told you, man, corner of Los Feliz and Vermont, meet me at the Chevron. Like, I'm waiting, bro. Getty is five letters, so I'm gonna try that next time. <laughs> I've and never also, played Wordle, I've never played Wordle. I gotta be honest. No, I do want to, I do want to point out Steve Nash kind of ruined my childhood a little bit because you can't, you can't. <laughs> 
You can't give David Duke Jr. minutes during Black History Month. I don't care what. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> you can't do that shit. So I love how Kenny just dropped in with that shit. Like Kenny's like, I'm yeah. gonna get this takeoff. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a pre-planned joke. He was like, Listen, we're never gonna yeah. get to this topic. We're gonna get there. <laughs> there will never be a Steve Nash conversation during Hangover Time. I'm gonna get this shit in. I appreciate, who cares about Steve it. Nash. I appreciate it, Kenny. So, but um, also the fact he's a junior is fucking me up too, because like. They had a chance to like fix that, and they didn't. It's true, yeah. I'm I'm drinking frankly organic vodka. Hopefully, you guys sponsor us soon. And my player of the game, Rohan, kind of rained on my parade a little bit. But woo! Let me tell you guys something. There's basketball basketball players, and there's hoopers. Okay, Duncan Robinson is a hooper. Let's go, let's go, Brass. Show them what I'm talking about. First of all, this ain't the gaga ga of the game. It's it's a gaga ga of the year. Ga, 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 ga. Look at my man with the ups. I mean, look the hezzy. Oh, Blake Griffin, get the fuck out my damn face. Ga, 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 ga. That's wild. Oh, Blake used to be oh, athletic at one point. A long ass time ago. Listen, very long. Yo. Blake Griffin is one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA today. <laughs> I, I, I could say that with a straight face <laughs> because I'm off camera a little bit. God, 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 God. I mean, Duncan went all the way in his bag tonight. And you, you see Bruce Brown making that business decision too. He ain't want to get put on that poster. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yes. Yeah. That's a career decision. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I really oh. hope Blue posted it on their Twitter account. First of all, <laughs> if you that had a Duncan literally Robinson thinking poster, about his contract. <laughs> If you got a Duncan Robinson poster, there's other things that need to be discussed. And then to be on the Duncan Robinson poster. <laughs> but I this listen, I am I am the leader of the Duncan Hive. Uh third tonight always plus been, minus will be. because single plus my single game plus minus is super important. Okay. <laughs> it is one of the most important stats in the game today. And uh, he was he was third, and he scored how many points? Seventeen points, second on the team in in, in points. I mean, Duncan Robinson was amazing tonight. Clamp and and Rohan pointed this out. Clamp Kyrie up. Kyrie was in jail when Duncan Robinson was out there, <laughs> and Spo, who y'all call the coach of the year, the one of the top fifteen coach of all time, takes him out. In favor of Lil Shamar Moore, Gabe Vincent, who was out here getting cooked. I don't know. When I was watching, Duncan Robinson was holding shit down. Gabe Vincent was a minus sixteen tonight. I'm not listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not questioning Spo's coaching, but I am questioning Spo's coaching. How do you take Dunk Clamps Robinson out? <laughs> That's his nickname. Dunk Clamps Robinson out in favor of Gabe Vincent. I'm going to you, Rohan. Like, what is Spo thinking there? <laughs> Duncan was out here clamping fools. Okay. Um, in defense of Spo, uh, Kyrie was definitely clearly getting it going there in the fourth. Um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, Not on Duncan. Uh, he blew by Duncan on one possession. The, the help was late. I do think I do think that game was interesting because 
I think there's going to be a lot of fourth quarters in the playoffs where you're going to kind of want Gabe out there over Tyler and even over Duncan just because of the nature of the playoffs. Everyone's going to be playing some really switch heavy. If you're playing the Bucks, if you're playing the Nets, there's going to be some really switch heavy moments in those series. So I did think tonight was interesting that Spo went to Vincent. I'm sure Caleb would have maybe gotten a chance uh, if he were healthy tonight and playing. But uh, I love these kinds of games just because we got to see, you know, what, how's this team going to treat a close game? How's this treat, team going to treat a close fourth quarter? That, that to me is a, a really fun thing to see. And I would not be surprised in the playoffs if there's two or three minute stretches in the fourth where you see either Gabe or Caleb on the floor. I know some people are saying Oladipo in the comments. Maybe. I, I, I would love to see it. I think it would be great, but it's going to be really interesting. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought it was – in fact, I was kind of happy to see Gabe get in there just to see what it, what that would look like with him in the closing lineup. Legitimately, I, I was as well because I did think that okay. he did a good job. He did a good job on, on Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kyrie, he go, when, he, when Kyrie, a, a guy of his stature, goes nuclear – there's only so much you can do. Yeah, and this sure. part of the reason, Moose, when you get that lead in the third quarter, you got to hold on to it because, yeah, these are NBA players. A Cam, whatever the fuck his name is, kept him in the game. And then now you, you've you given an opening to a guy like Kyrie Irving in the fourth quarter. And he's, and he, I think he scored 22 points in the fourth. Like you yeah, left that door back. open and you almost got caught a really bad L tonight. Oh, absolutely. I think this is going to be a situation, shout out to Karate, where it's <laughs> both figuring out, um, like like Rowan just said, it's both figuring out his closing game lineups now that he actually has these pieces to work with. Let's not forget these guys have not really been playing together that much this season. Um, there's still guys making their way back. Like when we have Depot later, I'm not ready. I, I'm kind of with Rohan as well, where I don't know if Oladipo is going to take Gabe's minutes or even Caleb's minutes. I don't know that yet. We need to see how he looks. But Gabe and Caleb, um, <laughs> Galeb as we like to call them, they're absolutely going to be a part of the playoff rotation because defensively is what's going to get you there. And I think in terms of tonight, it was we got way ahead up in the third quarter. We kind of took our foot off the gas a little bit. And, yes, we sagged on defense a lot, and they started making a lot of shots. Cam Thomas went off. And um, oh, Thomas, that's his last name. Yes, Cameron <laughs> oh, Thomas. Sweet. Uh, I will refer to but, him by that from now on. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, so I think I think this is more so uh, gonna be we're gonna have games like this in the second half as Spoke kind of figures out what is this gonna be, what's gonna be his closing lineup going into that playoff stretch. So, I, 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 I'm sorry, I do want to add really quick. So that is an easy adjustment for Spo to make because what happened is when they first started going on a run was they went small and Spo didn't want to put Bam and PJ back in yet. And so they stayed small. They got they started the run like that and then Kyrie went Kyrie when it was too late. Right. But it's an easy adjustment for Spo to make. He just has to put his guys back in sooner. Well, well Kenny, a good point, Kenny. He was trying to get he was trying to get yeah. um PJ some rest. Yeah. Honestly, I really thought tonight was gonna be a night that Bam and Jimmy didn't play in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And then the 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 bench, and I I don't know if it's time to be concerned about the bench because the bench has carried them a lot this year, but the the starters have been fucking killing people mm-hmm. the first and third quarters. Like that third quarter, they came out and just literally they, I thought it was they were going to run away with the game, and then the bench comes in, and they were and people got on my neck about it, but there were some Tyler and Max minutes that I did not like. Like, they were both getting hunted. Like, you can't have two motherfuckers getting hunted yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like, 
they were getting killed in those minutes. And then Kyle and Bam came back in and they righted the ship a little bit, but the wave had already started coming. Like I'm a little bit worried about some of these bench minutes with Tyler, Max, and it's like I, I don't know, you know, while other teams are no longer going through COVID and all these other things, I don't know if that bench lineup can can hold things together like they used to. Yeah, I think um, – and I've seen, like, talk all year about um, who's going to get squeezed out of playoffs, whatever the case may be, or squeezed out when Nola Depot comes back. It might be Max. And, look, I love Max. We all love Max. But Tyler has to play, and you can't have two bad defenders out there. And, I mean, Duncan's not getting squeezed out. We can just – whoever – whatever anybody had to say about that, that's not happening. So it might be Max. And it's unfortunate like I said, I like Max, but – you got him and Tyler getting hunted, and that's that contributed to Brooklyn coming back into the game too. And so you're gonna need defense in there. And so it's gonna be Caleb and Odebo splitting a lot of those max minutes. It's unfortunate, but well, it's unfortunate for Max. I don't give a fuck. I'm what he doing. But <laughs> well, but I mean, also that may be what happens. Also, another reason that we started that that the the lead you know, lessened so much in the end there is like unlike Kyrie in real life, he started getting shots. <laughs> so. I mean, I I will say for what it's worth, like more often than not, especially nowadays, like that 20 point lead, your team's just not going to hold on to it. The other teams can start hitting threes like the Nets were so cold from three to start the game. It was only a matter of time before some of those shots start to go in. I will say, Alf, I don't know what like the Tyler situation is on this podcast. I know there are like different factions and some people go nuts about him. Like, I think he's all right. I'll just say that I think he's like a uh, he's a concern. I think he's a little bit of a concern for the NBA. Am I right? (laughs) 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 Only because uh, I think he gets hunted in a way that like even at least Duncan has the length. Um, I think Duncan's a great team defender. Uh, you know, Duncan's good at funneling guys to the help in a way that I think Tyler is not necessarily as good at. And then beyond that, I would – it's interesting because I think a lot of people are saying he's going to be kind of the the solution in the half-court offense. That To no. me, that's risky. And I, I'd, at the end of the day, I'd rather have the ball. And, you know, there's a moment in the game tonight where, you know, P.J. missed his right corner three – I think then Kyle, Bam, and Jimmy like all missed shots after that, but they were all looks that were good for them. Like to me, those are the guys you want shooting. Those are the guys you want with the ball in their hands. They did that. You're going to go to turn it over to Hero. And listen, Hero's had like a great season. I don't want to take anything away from him, but you know, it's funny. Like I, I do my podcast with Open Floor. I host with a Celtics fan, but I, I joke about it with him all the time. Like if you looked at Tyler Heroes and Jalen Brown's just box scores next to each other, you'd think that. Uh, they're similar players or, or close in, in, to what they do, but the responsibility that, that Tyler has compared to some of the starters or, you know, and I mean that around the league compared to even like say Jeremy Grant in Boston or Detroit rather, like it just becomes a lot different when teams are game planning for you, putting their best defender on you, et cetera. Like, and that's what makes me kind of nervous. And sometimes like, I'm like, I feel bad because I'm trying to like, make the Tyler hero conversation realistic, but it sounds like you're, you're dumping on the guy when Sorry, you do you're that. Hating. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but it's exactly. not hating. It's realizing no, what his, you, yeah. it's realizing what, online. what, yeah. what are his, what, what are, you know, what are his 
faults and his, his yes, strengths. strengths exactly yeah like you we can understand that and that's why when it's a close game brian like tonight hero gets pulled in favor of a gay vincent and my thing is i don't believe in the playoffs in a close game if you're up especially if you're up by four yeah. five six points it ain't gonna be Tyler Hero. Like everyone plugs Tyler Hero into that four, into Duncan's starting spot in the in the in the in the crunch time. Like, oh, what's well, me to say? Rohan is really criticizing <laughs> Tyler Hero during. The- <laughs> we'll get to Black History Month right after this. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think Tyler Hero is the, is a part of that closing lineup. I think Depot or Gabe or Caleb is going to be in Duncan's spot around the, the the core four, if you will. It's just going to be matchup dependent, honestly. Like this game, probably, I think here probably should have kept closing. He didn't have it today. All it's going to be depending on like who has the hot hand too. So like obviously Tyler didn't have a hot hand today, especially from like from deep range. He I think he had another over three nights. Like he hasn't even like made any threes in the last couple of games he's played. Most of his shots are coming inside the paint. And when it gets towards like the end of these games, like you want shooters to spread the floor so that Bam and Jimmy can operate drive into the paint and, and basically get those fouls. Cause that's usually the Heat's best offense in the fourth quarter. If it's not from tra- transition from like a good defensive stop, it's you know trying to get in and get those easy fouls, especially if they're in the bonus situation like they were today. And I think um Tyler, for the most part, he didn't have it. And I think Spo was right to sub him out for someone like Gabe just to give him an extra ball handler because I think he's a better ball handler than Tyler right now who also you know can can play and 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 team up with Tyler with um Kyle um as a point of attack defender and that's sometimes what you need to close out some of these tight games they weren't hitting their shots and he went defense more than offense and uh, as you guys can see they blow off these leads a lot but I don't think they've lost one of these leads yet I mean they they had the same time like th- twice of Utah they they did it against uh the Lakers again tonight. And I mean, the common theme is that their defense usually pulls them out at the end and they're able to win these close games, even though their half court offense isn't the best. And I mean, I'm sure that like you're saying, probably down the left, down the road, we'll get old Depot in that kind of situation. I think he'll probably be pretty good at it because he wasn't yeah. pretty good at it last season one, for those three or four games. One thing I just will, sorry, Alf, I'll let you go. Alf, I'll let you go. No, no, go, go, go. Because well, I'm about to go completely yeah. off script. Well, one thing, <laughs> one thing I'll just say that, and first of all, let me put it this way. I like to look ahead to the playoffs a lot just because I, I love playoff basketball. It's so different than the regular season. Like I don't, I like hope that the people who are watching this team don't only think about the playoffs. Don't only think about how are they going to win a championship? Like this is one of the most fun heat seasons in recent yes. memory. Like yep. it's something I like always like to say to people, like this exact group will probably never play basketball together again. Like, there's right. going to be changes in the offseason. Guys are going to come in and out. Like, enjoy this group. This is an awesome group. Like, last season was miserable. This season is way more fun. Miserable. So I hope I hope everyone is really enjoying it and not doing what I do, which is looking ahead. But it's just kind of the nature of what we write about. But Never. one thing I will say that's interesting, because Brian mentioned, like, yeah, they build these big leads, et cetera. They usually go on that third quarter. But it's, there are two things that are interesting here. One is – the third quarter blitz is really interesting. That's usually a sign of a great team that they're winning those third quarters. Like the Warriors used to always do that, right? But doing secondly, it this year too. yeah. What's secondly, what makes me interested about it is, you know, we talk about how good the bench is. Sorry, the Lakers are about to go for a tying three. LeBron's taking it. 
um, and he missed it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> sucker, they, the Heat build these big leads with their <laughs> the Heat build a lot of leads with their benches. You know, second quarter, uh, first quarter, etc. The rotations tighten so much in the playoffs that their depth. I'm not sure how much of an advantage it's going to be come that time of the year. So that's that's something that's really interesting to me. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Rohan, I, I, I've said it uh, the last show um, because we a lot. There's been a lot of talk around Heat Twitter about the backup four. Mm-hmm. Who's PJ's backup, right? Yeah. If if there's a, if there's a nine man rotation and there's five there's five positions in the starting lineup, there's one spot that does nine man rotation in the playoffs is normal, right? There's one for there's the first round, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, listen, you've and, got and it goes some, down to eight. But, yeah, what exactly. but what I'm trying to say is that there's automatically a position that gets squeezed the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, true. So I would love for the heat to get, you know, I heard Derek Favors might be a buyout op- option. Uh, Bembry, um, yeah. who I like, but I, I feel like we got Bembry at home and Caleb and he's <laughs> yeah. better. Yeah. You know, like I, I, and I would like one of these guys, but like, obsessing over this Let, backup four spot when it might not even be consequential. That's a great point. And well, let me just throw it out there. Well. Like there's a, there's a Daryl Morey philosophy. That's like, let's not waste time trying to find a backup for the guy who's going to play almost 40 minutes in a playoff series. Like that's the, that's one of the least important spots. On the Listen, there are some playoff games where only six or seven guys are playing. Everyone, please look at the box score from game seven of the Rockets Warriors Western Conference Finals a few years ago. The Rockets are playing like six guys in that game, okay? Mm-hmm. Like towards the finals, et cetera, if your team is healthy, you're playing six, seven, playing maybe seven, an eight, eight guy. guys. Yes. The ninth guy usually is like two minutes. Yes, that's completely <laughs> true. Like, it's two minutes in the first half, and they don't see the court again. And yeah. to that point, in general, look at P.J. Tucker's playoff minutes. The guy almost never is sitting on the bench. Yeah. They have right. him between the four and the five every single minute of the game because yeah. he's too valuable on their defense to take off. And, and Yeah, you're talking just like like insurance, so, like and pure it's insurance. insurance. Yeah. It's like, it's you know, you pay insurance. into fucking health insurance a lot of time. You pay into fucking car insurance. Most of the time, you don't need it. You don't use and, it. You go years what? never guess having what? to use Yeah. And guess what? If P.J. Tucker gets hurt, you're not finding a buyout guy. You're not finding trade insurance. Like, <laughs> yeah. if P.J. Tucker gets hurt, I'm sorry. Like, Exactly. Culture takes a little bit of time exactly. to thing I want to point out too about PJ also because there is a lot of talk about um one arrest him during the season, so we got to make a move so we can do that. He's averaging, I think, the second least minutes per game this season he's had since 2018, 17, 18. And so they've already been resting him 
the where they could. And Spore already has that figured out. We don't have to make a move for that necessarily. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but let, like, let, let me be clear. I would like a Derek Favors. I think a Derek Favors move. If we can get it. Great. It's a great move. I think it's a, sure. But to think that Derek Favors is going to make a difference. Like, listen, your top eight, nine guys right now, if they can't play in the playoffs, if, if you have injury concerns, like we're like, it's not a, it's, it, it's not a big deal. Like, if Derek Favors is your insurance for PJ Tucker because PJ Tucker can't play, yeah, then yeah. what are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> Derek Favors isn't getting the job done. No, we, we, we all due respect to him, but he's not getting the job we, done. We move, we move to next year. I'd rather yeah. get um, Dragic back on the bench. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Man, I feel you on that a little bit. But uh, speaking of Dragic, uh, it's Black History Month. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent segue. Amazing segue. You know how you know how good I am with the segue. I love it. I love it. So all black all February we have been giving you our black and time segment. Um we're taking this someone very said, someone said buckle up. I'm so nervous. <laughs> have, you, have you seen any of these, Rohan? Sorry, bro. How's your face? Let me tell you something. It's okay. No, no, we like to educate on this show. Let me say, okay. tell you, Rohan, you should have drank because <laughs> you should have. Then you, you could have about the drinking ruin you, ruining your career. My, the black and time segment. My internet's about to go out like. Cats. Yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, we need we need the bio market to get a Rohan replacement for the last half of the show. <laughs> but it's, it's February's Black History Month. We want to celebrate Black History Month only the way Hangover Time can with our Black in Time segment. And this time, we are going back, and we're talking about the first black sports billionaire, Michael Jordan, and how we got there. It's not just off of NBA contracts. It's because of the Air Jordan sneaker and everything that surrounds it. So let's go Black in Time. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. The first pair of Air Jordans were created for Michael Jordan during his time with the Chicago Bulls in 1984 and designed by Peter B. Moore. The sneaker revolutionized the sports apparel industry and led to MJ being the first billion dollar black athlete. The Air Jordan paved the way for other signature sneaker deals for players like Dwayne Wade, Kevin Durant, RJ Barrett, and of course, Gordon Hayward. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. Sorry, Rohan. <laughs> As a sneakerhead, that was my favorite one. <laughs> Rohan, your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, it, my expectations were so that I think I just psyched myself out into thinking it was going to be so much worse. Oh, um, thank you. That's the yeah. nicest thing anyone's ever said. Yeah, I was so nervous that I could live with the result of where that ended up. Now, did you notice R.J. RJ Barrett's slavery? Uh, I wanted to ask, what exactly was he wearing? I didn't what, recognize the, that model, that silhouette of sneaker. They were uh, the slavery 451. No, they were the. I don't. I don't want to say. It's <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. okay. It's okay. Wait for the replay. They were the the baseball uh, league from a long, long time ago. 
no, 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 no. I know, I know. Uh, I well, let's play it one more time and let's focus on RJ. I'm playing that one more time. <laughs> of course we are. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. The first pair of Air Jordans were created for Michael Jordan during his time with the Chicago Bulls in 1984 and designed by Peter B. Moore. The sneaker revolutionized the sports apparel industry and led to MJ being the first billion dollar black athlete. The Air Jordan paved the way for other signature sneaker deals for players like Dwayne Wade, Kevin Durant, R.J. Barrett, and of course, Gordon Hayward. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. There, there are some comments I am not touching. I'm not. Oh my I'm not God. doing it. Uh, I'm put my, nope, nope, nope. See, my hands are up. My hands are up. God damn it. The cotton picking fours. I hope to God that dude is black. Rohan, we've had you on the show so many times. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Like, you will it was, never come it back was really, it was really great having you oh, always. Man. Oh, man. RJ with the middle passage eights. Alf tells me to do shit and I do it. Like I there's nothing I could do. Alf's gonna get really mad at me. I'm scared of Alf, like you know. What are those? I'm not gonna lie, some of the comments are hilarious. I know I can't. I I can I, I, I don't want to read any of them out. I can't read any of them, but they're hilarious. Yeah. Like I just Oh no. Oh Oh, man. Take it off, Alf. Take Smeeth, it off. You Alf. can't Take say that online. You cannot off. say that online. Smeeth said he was rocking the air cooters. Oh, my God. Um, <clears throat> so, what do you think they're talking about in the comments of the Five Reasons show? I, I don't even think they're on tonight. What? what? Uh, they're, doing, they're doing a Donovan Mitchell segment. <laughs> we can't we can't do that tonight like, can we talk I, about how i un unwittingly like got clipped by uh so like howard beck mentioned on our podcast that like uh um donovan mitchell and rudy gobert aren't getting along and that the whispers are going to grow louder in the summer and so i'm like you know i'm just making a joke no one ever is like aggregating our podcast and i was like they're gonna love Duncan and Tyler in the offseason. Next thing you know, I see a clip going around of me saying that on Twitter, and I was like, oh no. Everyone's responding to it like Rohan has the guts. And like, I don't. I have to go. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just making a joke. Like, didn't like, this is, this true, is heat yeah. twitter we will that, find that's you true that is true. anything involving a trade heat twitter is gonna find trust me yeah yeah we love trades more than we like basketball apparently. it does bum me out uh just sometimes how many people are like everyone's just always talking about how do we turn this into this and i get it like the heat kind of like it's set that in though. motion when they like from 2010 forward but uh <laughs> yeah this is a fun team i just hope people it is a fun team remember to enjoy this team it's just the thing is, it's, people don't watch basketball, and then they just fucking whatever. I don't know. Again, I mean, we we went in we went into the the trade deadline with the one seed. 
yeah, like exactly. on a team on a team where we didn't even have the our our you know one of the best trades that happened at last season yeah um, I mean, if we were told every heat fan before this season that oh like uh until february jimmy bam and kyle are only going to play 15 games together and, and they'd be in the first yeah. place in the east like i was saying that on podcast before the season i was like i don't think their depth is that good all those guys need to prove themselves lo and behold they did it and i mean no one expected them to be the one seat i mean came into the show it was people thought the hawks were gonna get it uh like you know it's really My crazy God. that they're uh the one seat and I've so been, let me just yeah. say also now that I have the chance and the, and the deadline is over, the PJ Washington stuff was completely humiliating. Who do we think PJ Washington is? Y'all are bad no, and, then, and then and then Ruby Hachimura. Like so, let's let's okay. Thanks for the music, Brad, because mm-hmm. the baby bottle is finished, and I'm in. And I'm ashamed of how drunk I am, but let's get into it. The idea that okay, just in case a guy gets injured, the guy we're gonna depend on to not get injured is Ruby Hachimura. <laughs> His career high in games played is 57 minutes. The Washington Wizards have not been a good team in a very long time. So you don't want to play a young guy. So that's not just because, uh, well, whatever, we're trying to win. We can develop him later. No, he fucking sucks. He sucks, and he's always injured. So his career high is 57 minutes, or 57 games in a year. He's three years in. He's done. He's finished. He plays in Washington. He's a scrub. He's a scrub. PJ Washington, he can shoot a little bit, but he's also a scrub because he doesn't defend. But shout out to him for having an like, IG model in the calf eating tater tots. That's cool. <laughs> so, I want to be like him, but I don't want him on my team. Take me out, Bryce. All right. Penny on violence mode. <laughs> <laughs> no, all, Penny, I think people only wanted him because his name was PJ. That's it. No, no. no, no what I, what, the people that wanted PJ, myself included, what wanted PJ for people that didn't play? KZ, Keith, Yurt. I sent all these motherfuckers out there for a boot to do. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't assign uh, any kind of fucking conviction to motherfuckers who don't play that much. Like yeah, that was no, the whole so, thing. Well, like, so, PJ well, Washington can who? So, That's all I'm so, gonna say. Yeah, so, Thank so, you. Yes. Yeah, so so, so if, if, if if no, but Kenny, the proposed trades were. I'm G Kenny. <laughs> so. Go ahead. I'm I'm fine with PJ Washington being on a team. It's the passion of we need to get him right now. Oh my God, <laughs> PJ oh, Washington! Oh, the yeah. disappointment! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's that my is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I want him on a team, fine, but like yelling at people for like for like questioning why we would be iffy on it, like that was a little embarrassing. I kind of wanted to call myself a fan of a different team, but other fans of other teams suck also. Yeah, people in the comments going like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to be laughing when, uh, you know, all these teams made other trades and then they, they you know, whoop our ass in the playoffs. So, like, and nobody like, guys, got PJ There was no... There wasn't... If there was... Just get it through your fucking heads. There was no <laughs> trade that the Heat was going could have made that would have made the team better this year. There just wasn't. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. It wasn't worth sacrificing what we had. We were a one seed. We are a one seed. And we uh, still oh, haven't seen seed. Victor Oladipo. I don't know. I, I, I really doubt Markeith is going to come back. I, I, don't, I don't see that. I don't see that happening, unfortunately, because that would be, that'd be nice to have that kind of, you know, that, that kind of extra something. But, like, this team is, is really good, really solid. We have that band that we have been asking for 
for so long and we're getting like consistent bam i don't think you understand how important that is yeah no, how no, important no. that is What's so if we can go in again people can get hurt <laughs> at any time so like you can't you can't worry too too much about like well what if jimmy goes out well what if bam goes out well what if kyle goes like, yeah like, that happens like you're gonna, but, you that, need, but you don't need but you don't but you don't need to trade away pieces yes. that you already but have you to get someone to sort of fill that need like come on man but you're smarter you, than that you can't you can't you, you if you have title hopes your title hopes rest upon your best players yes like you can't yeah. your entire philosophy Kid, I'm I'm giving up my starting shooting guard to make sure that if PJ Tucker gets injured, we're okay. That is the dumbest fucking philosophy I've ever seen and heard in my life. That's your insurance. Why the fuck dicks like that? It's oh, a wild man. fuck. They're they're cooking. Cooking. Why are they cooking Brian in the comments? I, I, gotta, I got a special, I got a spe like, Gianni's on the phone with me right now. He has a special message to say to all you motherfuckers like, out there. Yeah, and we're like, the <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. Look, that's true. This, at some point, like, please watch <laughs> at least one game of another team. Like, the shooting gets inconsistent, so let's pick up Marcus Morris. <laughs> Okay, stop. Rohan, I like Marcus Morris Sr. I like him as a player. Yeah. And but you are And I love that the rest of the league hates him. I love it. I love that. That's a heat culture thing. Yeah. He's a heat culture kind of guy. He will just foul the shit out of somebody because they dare to make a fucking layup on a fast break. And he will try to end their career for daring to just lay it up. And I like every I like Marcus Morris, but Marcus Morris for Duncan Robinson and a first round pick. Nope. How dumb is that? And you are in, in LA, you you're around a Clippers fan. How stupid is that trade? Listen, for a lot of reasons. I've seen it's also like people I know and no one wants to hear the, the, the word gravity anymore, but people think that Duncan Robinson he doesn't get his threes from standing in a corner. Uh, like he's running around screens, like shooting while dribbling, shooting on the move. Mad cardio. That is so much more difficult than to be a, just a floor spacer, than to shoot off threes and off the dribble. That's what I mean. Duncan is obviously not Steph Curry, but what makes Steph Curry special isn't just that he's good at shooting threes. It's how many different ways he can shoot threes and still shoot over forty percent. Um, we do already have Marcus Morris at home. I do like Marcus Morris, but I don't think that he's like the right mix for this team. I don't think that's the kind of player they need is to put another kind of big body like that next to PJ and closing lineups, et cetera. I, I don't think that's what they need. And that was, can I ask a question to you guys? I'm, I'm just yes. curious. And I know that like all these, you know, all the, I love the bravado. I love the confidence here, but I want to know in an honest moment, who are, what, what team makes you guys the most nervous right now? Which team makes you the most nervous in the East? Oh, are we going around the horn? Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Moose. Go. You first. The team that really scares me is um, Miami Heat when we look in the mirror because the only thing that can beat us is ourselves. <laughs> oh, oh, God, God. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Hit him one time. Get, the fuck, get that monkey shoulder going. Let's go. Let's I go. One time. Drip drop. Rohan is so upset. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, bro, it's was like, bro, I, I, I was like, fuck, I can't even enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, legit answer, Brass, because Moose I mean, gave away the guts answer. There, I, I don't even have like a specific team because, again, I, you know, I'm not. I'm not really overly concerned about any team. What I'm a little more concerned about, if we match up with one of the younger athletic teams in the first round, yes. that's going to tire us out. So I don't, I don't, I mean, listen, yeah, I'm not, I, I am not, I'm not scared of the Raptors, but like, listen, they're, they're a hard matchup. Sometimes, sometimes teams are just bad matchups and, and they're every a bad matchup. In the East this year in the first round is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the, the, the East is nine, 10 teams deep. Yeah. But again, I, 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 I will say it again. Saying, this is this is not be being cocky. But if we if we go into the playoffs totally healthy, I am I am not worried. That I'm just I'm, I mean that from the bottom. I'm not. That's not my fucking culturey okay, bravado. Okay. I literally okay. mean that. Okay, from interesting. The of Very interesting. Kenny, Kenny, who concerns you? And I, I'm gonna say like I was attacked on Twitter for saying that the Boston Celtics washed the fuck out. Because, uh, bro, yes, yeah, no, yes. they're a good team, bro. Keep since December first, even they're you go back to dominating, bro. Clamps. I'm talking yeah. about yes. the yes. best defense in the league. Are you saying so Brad Stevens wasn't the answer? No. That, that, uh, <laughs> Why do you think he wasn't a top fifteen coach? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, but but like, it wasn't Brad doing that the whole time. No, no, Brad. <laughs> Brad by doing nothing. Uh, and uh, he he made a great ass fucking defensive team. That the it's Boston Celtics up. defense. The the Celtics are going to give someone absolute hell in the first round. That's and that's what I mean. Like yeah, and that's that a first matchup round, I that's... don't think Miami wants. The Here's Celtics, also... First of all, the Celtics are. I'm I'm sorry to cut you off. The Celtics are making are going to the second round. Yes. Although they did get Daniel Tice back, and bam, oh, we'll fucking here's, eliminate here, him. I have a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys after I say something about the Celtics. But here's why I think Heat fans should be worried about the Celtics. If they make it a half-court game against the Heat, Jason Tatum is the best half-court scorer in that series. It's true. Thank even you. even him struggling this season, um, he is an offensive level that even Jimmy can't get to. So that's going to be interesting. But I, let me ask you guys another question because none of you guys – Seem to believe that there are any threats for the Heat, even though. Well, I actually teams. like I, my answer. All right, Kenny, you go. Kenny, <laughs> oh, wow. So my answer actually was the Celtics. The only thing that I'm not as worried about is the Daniel Tice trade because they got rid of Josh, who's nobody cared about. I mean, Derek White's good. Well, Derek White's good. Yeah, he they, is, they got yeah. better with Derek. White. Yeah, no. So the Celtics, they actually got better, but the only thing is they didn't necessarily get better for the Heat because you can't. You don't really want Daniel Tice switching for you. And I mean, so they, they got have, better. They got plenty of court depth. I mean, yeah. Rob, Grant, Horford. Yeah. yeah. They made that matchup a little difficult, more difficult for the Heat. But they, did, yeah. they definitely got got better with those you know, deals yeah. on the deadline. But that's the team I'm worried about because yeah. they do switch and they do have a ton of great defenders. Yeah. That's what I'm worried Rohan, about. Rohan, what was your question for Brian? 
Well, I just I, this is another question that I think we're talking about how crazy the East, East is. You're saying the Celtics are going to the second round. So tell me which of these teams, because only four of these teams can be in the second round, all right? So which of these teams is not in it? Miami, Boston, Philadelphia, Brooklyn. Brian. Right now, I'd probably say Brooklyn. They're they're right now. They lost eleven straight. Obviously, we don't. They don't have Durant back, but I mean, at the moment, they're seven and a half back from the first seed. Still, even a six and a half from the two seed. So, if you're expecting them to pretty much play on the road to start off a first round series, on top of probably playing, we'll, we'll see. Games. We'll see if they have to play in, in the plan, but. That's a tough Kyrie's road for them to even make time. it to the second round. That's a very tough road for them to get out of the first round and then play a tough series in the second round, too. By the time the playoffs come around, Kyrie's going to be able to play home games and away games. Well, and also, I want to I want to add to that. There's one of two ways that would happen. Either they either New York changes their rules um, or what is kind of more likely, the the team will just pay the fines because those, I don't think those the fines gonna let are going to pay the fine. I don't think the NBA is going to let them pay the fine. I don't think that that's. Going to I happen. think Brooklyn's going to change. But the I rules. think I think Brooklyn's going to change the rules too. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just say this: the if let's say you just assume right, Milwaukee, Miami, Philadelphia, and Brooklyn are in the second round, which is I mean four great teams, right? That means Boston loses in the first round. Toronto, the Cavs, the Toronto, Cavs Chicago, yeah. Chicago, which has been incredible. And oh my God! Been- I just hey no, guys, you know if I- Chicago loses in the first round, Gianni's rent is going to be fucking epic. So oh when that God. happens, yeah, be sure I, you I, tune I, in to Hangover. I'm we will just, do a Hangover yes, time yes, just yes. after that Chicago yeah, loss, you know, just for Gianni. That's very possible. It's very possible. But see, they don't have before at all. Yeah. The one that drops out is the 76ers, in my opinion. I actually agree with that. I don't know. Listen, I'm with, I, I, I'm with Brian on on Brooklyn. I, I think I, I understand what you're saying about KD, but until we know that's a certain, he's the outlier for me. And yes, and, and I just think I that, have like, to go Brooklyn. Right, but I mean, once KD is healthy, I mean, we saw what KD did last year with Harden he's on the one hand. Scariest hamstring. player in the playoffs. Yeah, and then I just think that I'm just trying to get people mentally prepared because the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs is going to be is going to be a bloodbath. Bloodbath. Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be a sweep. I'm not going to say it's going to be a sweep. I mean, it's heating five, but like, it's not going to be a sweep. Like, it's going to be a tough. Like, one of those games is going to be really tough. No, but see, to me, the Sixers, like, if I'm if I'm looking at all the teams, right, the Heat, the Cavs, the Raptors, I'm looking all these teams, and I'm looking who has the weaknesses, right? The Sixers just gave up Seth Curry, who to me is probably top 20 scorers in the NBA. Like, he's a really good fucking scorer. They um, they did not get better defensively with James no. Harden. Now, you're counting on James Harden because the problem with Embiid is crunch time in a playoff series, who is going to get you a bucket? The best player he's ever played with was Jimmy Butler, right? Now... Now Embiid's going to be looking. Ben Simmons isn't there anymore to cast blame on. Now uh, it's James Harden. James Harden historically in the playoffs is ass. When you can scheme for James Harden over a seven-game series, any decent fucking coach will completely shut this motherfucker down. That's why the Sixers, to me, because they gave up Steph, uh, Seth Curry, 
and they gave up picks, and they I think they gave up too much for James Harden. Can I play devil's advocate for that sake? Go ahead. So I I I think you make some interesting points. I'll say this. Embiid, since the last time, you know, over the last couple of years, has just become one of the best mid-range shooters in the NBA. Like he's shooting mid-range jumpers the way we'd all want Bam to. I mean, he's he's lights out. He's had some incredible clutch moments this season. I haven't looked up the numbers. I haven't seen what his shooting percentage is recently, et cetera. He's had some big moments in the clutch. I also just look at it this way. I'm with you. I think Seth Curry's really talented. They're going to miss him. Like I don't think Harden and Embiid are as clean of a fit, for example, with Seth Curry and Embiid. Like Curry and Embiid played great together. They also, if you just look at it, like they just traded Seth Curry for James Harden. Like Ben Simmons isn't playing. You can forget about it. Like a million times out of a million times, you trade Seth Curry for James Harden. So I'm not saying that there there are no issues there or that they won't run into any roadblocks, etc. But this is the best spacing Embiid is ever going to have also played with for his entire life. Like he's going to be on the court with four shooters for the first time in his life. Um, if they play Danny Green. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Who are the four shooters? If they I play want... Green, Harris, uh, Maxi, and Harden next to Embiid, um, which I think is a legitimate closing five. Like, I, again, I'm not saying that, it, you know, this is definite. I'm, I'm mostly just kind of playing, like I said, Danny Green. My thing, my thing is, well, so the, once you so, said Danny Green, you lost me. <laughs> no, so the thing I want to say about them though is James Harden and Joel Embiid's play styles don't necessarily fit. The way you would want that to work is you go go ahead and um have them run pick and rolls because James right. is a great pick and roll playmaker, but Embiid is not a great roller. Maybe if they maybe if they actually had a top. 15 all-time NBA coach on that team. <laughs> oh, Maybe. By the way, because Doc, Doc is not it. Never, yeah, Doc, never Doc ain't being nobody. Of that motherfucker. Yeah, Doc ain't being nobody. Good luck with that. But no, no, no. Kenny, it, it, an amazing point. Um, James Harden is amazing in the pick and roll with a roller. Yeah. Embiid as a five, as a big, is one of the most underwhelming rollers in the NBA. He doesn't like to roll. Well, I'll I'll, I'll blow out. He's also never had a good reason to roll. This is also the best ch- time he's ever had. A, so will he change? Wait, I mean, oh, wait, 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 wait. He didn't have a good reason to roll when Ben Simmons was his point guard. No, because they would they couldn't run Ben Simmons and Embiid pick and rolls. They never ran them because teams would drop so far down. You just couldn't do it. You You're couldn't right. do it, and you can't do yeah. it the same way for Harden. And, so. I, and on top of that, I'm with Rowan. It's it's literally as simple as you just gave up Simmons, who wasn't going to play for you at all. He was not giving you shit, literally. No, they, they got better. For James Harden, they got yeah. better. They, they kept Maxi. They, they kept they, Bible. Yeah. I, I don't think we should be discounting what Philly did. Uh, do I think it's going to put them over the top and all that? I don't know until I see the fit. Yeah, I want to see them play. Sure, they yeah. damn sure got better, though. And Embiid is playing at a level. They got better. This is what I'll say, though. Um, I think Brooklyn got so, better, too. They absolutely yeah. got better. But sure. do you trust either James Harden or Joel Embiid to close anybody out in the playoffs? I trust Embiid trust actually Embiid. more than I trust Harden. Yeah. I think Embiid... Embiid gets a bad rap. I know that like Heat fans don't like him. Embiid is fucking sick. Okay, Embiid oh, is no, sick. He's gonna win MVP. Uh, that Raptors game that they lost, that game seven, he played forty five minutes. They were minus ten in the three minutes he didn't play. They lost on a last second shot, um, and that was when he was sick. Like the guy is, uh, you know, I won't run up the chimney for Joel Embiid. The, you know it's what funny. I mean? Like, 
<laughs> uh, people, yes, oh god, Florida. the worst, yeah. the worst He's, time to be oh, a Heat fan god. was when you had to pretend that you like liked Whiteside more than Embiid. That was a oh. tough time. Oh, I, I, I can't lie. I did. I hated Embiid. He's so right, lame. I, I still I hate Embiid, there. but he I mean, I, I could admit that he's a really good player. But I just, I, I, just, I, I, I hate how they. You don't think Embiid posting that meme after Simmons got traded was funny? Like that oh, was hilarious. That was amazing. The, oh, yeah. It's funny like, from anybody yeah. except Embiid. I'm already Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Kenny. Oh, you guys are He's funny. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm a hater. Have you fucking met me? Someone said once I got over the white side thing, I loved Embiid. I love that shit from Embiid. Yeah. And also, my thing is going forward. The MB Donovan Mitchell Bam lineup is gonna be a monster. <laughs> I'm just saying, when Jimmy retires on some Dwayne Wade shit, and he's like, Embiid, we're best friends. You come over here, play with Bam, another one of my best friends. We already got Donovan Mitchell like in another year and a half. It's gonna be soon. When we send out Tyler Hero and 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 Duncan and three first round picks for Donovan Mitchell, uh, and Knicks fans. I will tell you this. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something, Knicks fans. I saw a Knicks fan tweet that said, Donovan Mitchell wants to come to uh, New York. We're not going to have to give up R.J. Barrett. First of all, nobody wants R.J. Barrett. Nobody. <laughs> nobody. Nobody's out here. There's not a team in the fucking league who's out here like, oh, I can't. the covered R.J. motherfucking Barrett. No, nobody cares. <laughs> what what is RJ Barrett doing? That niggas in the league are like, I can't oh, we need RJ Barrett on our team. Listen, Kayla RJ Barrett, there's so many RJ Barrett's at home. Caleb Martin, Bambry, there's RJ Barrett's all over the goddamn league. You out here talking about, oh, we're not gonna have to give up RJ Barrett for fucking Donovan Mitchell. Oh, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell doesn't want to go to your team. And you better give up, RJ. You better give up everybody. You might have to trade James Dolan. <laughs> okay? Get the fuck out of my face. Oh, we're not going to give up RJ. We don't have to give up RJ Barrett. They'll take fucking uh, Randall. And they were like, oh, they'll, someone said, they'll take Mitchell Robinson for RJ. <laughs> for Donovan Mitchell. Get out my, you guys are so fucking stupid. So goddamn stupid. Nobody wants RJ Barrett. That he sucks. He's a terrible fucking basketball player. I'm not saying he's terrible. Okay. But if you he's, he's been pretty he's been pretty good, but but if you're hang up Who's his comparison on the Heat? A Tyler Hero. And I would I would literally if somebody said we gotta trade Tyler Hero for fucking Donovan Mitchell and but Alf there's nobody at his house that is capable of packing his bags. And I would be like, listen, motherfucker, I got you. I'm going to go yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go down there. I'm going to pick up fucking Moose. And he's going to be yelling drip drop the whole way. And we are going to pack Tyler Hero's bags. But and Tyler Hero, even if he resists me and says, don't pack my bags, I'll punch Tyler Hero in the goddamn face. And I will pack his bags and ship him off. For fucking Donovan Mitchell, and for Knicks fans to say, "I would not give up R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell," you are a you, you're all fucking idiots. And so, so two things, two things, two things. One, did you notice who that was, Alf? Who? That was Naaman from the Wire that said that. 
Julio McCollum. Lying. I swear to God, Julio McCollum. That's him. That was naming from the wire. And I don't understand who Nick fans think they are, man. Because, like, <laughs> we see how y'all treat y'all stars, like, the second they don't play well. Why would any star actually want to go there? They're doing it to Julius Randle this year. They were doing it to Kemba Walker earlier this year. They did it to Stephon Marbury, New York City fucking icon. And every year, they're like, this star's going to want to come to us because we're the Knicks and we play in New York. Nobody give a fuck. Everybody lives in um, L.A. and Miami in the offseason anyway. Nobody cares about – and all due respect to Alf because he's from there. Nobody – New York ain't been well, that I'm, cool. I, like I, I was born in New York, but I don't really fucking claim There's it. no Even fucking Rohan loyalty. Left the, New the, York. The, <laughs> the, these players have no loyalty, man. Like Oakley. Like, could you imagine? Like, Oakley got his ass dragged out of the garden. Dragged out. Imagine Zoe getting his ass dragged out of fucking FTX. Get out of here. It is they didn't want garbage. In, they didn't want to spike in one game. Like, why would any superstar player say, hey, I want to go there? Garbage uh, real, organization. Real quick, Mr. RN1223, is Alf slurring his words or am I just too drunk? No, Alf is drunk. Oh, Alf is definitely <laughs> and we all words. We both might be drunk. I'm we all drunk, man. The only person that isn't drunk is fucking Raw Hot Nard Carney. <laughs> For real. And I warned this motherfucker, that's what we're doing tonight. On a fucking trip, drop um, I also want to say, like Kyrie. Honestly, I'm gonna uh, screw Kyrie, man. Like his <laughs> comments, his comments tonight. Uh, come on now, puppeteers. There's no guilt that I feel. I'm the only player that has to deal with this in NYC because I play there. If I was anywhere else, then it probably wouldn't be the same circumstances. Talking about the vax well, mandates, well, like well, Kyrie, yes. this is a hundred percent on you, man. <laughs> It's, it's fully on you. Bullshit. I'm not, do, I'm not doing, I'm not doing any vac shit, blah, 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 whatever. Get vaccinated. Oh, I'll do the vac shit and fuck you, Kyrie. Come on, man. This is outrageous. It's crazy. Such a victim. Such a victim, Kyrie, man. Let me say this about Kyrie, too. Let me say this about Kyrie, too. Because if everybody was saying, you know what, we're not getting vaccinated, Kyrie would be like, hey, you know what? I'm getting vaccinated. He's not a fuck. He's not intelligent. He's not some martyr. He's a fucking contrarian. And this yeah, he is a contrarian. That, that is he's true. just doing the opposite of what everybody else wants to do. And uh, it's it's dumb. The puppeteer thing. He sounds like Joe Rogan. He's an idiot. Yep. He's an idiot. Great player. I love him. He's a fucking good idiot. player. Good player. Yeah. Complete fucking idiot. Good player. Listen. Uh, there was we had a comment. can't be that we good had... if you lose eleven straight. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and he played in what eight of those? I think. Brian, say that again, real quick. Can't be that good of a player if you lose eleven straight. And also, Cam something or other went ham and yeah. got you to the point where you should have closed the game out and you couldn't do it because Duncan Robinson clamped your ass to fuck up. Um, <laughs> Ron, give me your give me your best. Kyrie Irving take. My best Kyrie Irving dig? Take. No, take. take, take. <laughs> well, I'm the dig or dig, whichever one you want. I, I don't know that I have like a, good, like a good or Have you wrote a Kyrie Irving, Irving feature? I have not. I've interviewed him a couple of times. One time he told me, I asked him like, oh, like what books are you reading? And he said he was like loving reading Courage by Osho. I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary Wild Wild Country on Netflix, but he was like a cult leader. And I thought that was interesting. <laughs> Um, Interesting. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I actually here I'll give you a someone talking about Uncle Drew. I teared up during Uncle Drew. That's a true story. Saw it like a press screening in New York. 
couple emotional seasons, Uncle Drew, if I'm being perfectly honest. I don't have a Kyrie take. This is like Johnny talking about anime. Listen, obviously, I wish he would get the shot. Um, I think he's a, still a really good basketball player. And yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm honestly like kind of there's something to be said about how much spotlight there is on him. Uh, like he's not the only unvaccinated player in the NBA, but sometimes you think he was, which is kind of strange. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that situation plays out, to say the least. I will say tonight. too, though, I can't make too much fun of Rohan because I'm emotional as fuck, and like I cried And so, like the part of the part of hustle and flow where um, Taraji heard her voice on the song. Yeah, <laughs> I let's, go. let's go. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I can't judge Rohan too much. Listen, Uncle Drew's just got like it's got Shaq in it. It's got Reggie Miller. It's got Chris Evers. Like these are guys who I grew up watching play basketball. I was like, yeah, let's go. This is sick. You Have you done a stream beat on that yet, Moose? Romantic. No, no. You know what yet. I like. You know what I like about uh, Uncle Drew. It's a movie. <laughs> you know what else I like because I'm drunk as fuck and I want to get to the segment. I also like Moose at the movies. Let's go. Oh, we back. One man, two desires, drip drop and cinema. It's Moose at the movies. Powered by Streambeat. Mm. <laughs> oh my god, I that, need food so bad. That two-hour stale popcorn. I love it. All right. Let's do it. I got ladies and gentlemen, tonight Moose at the movies wants to focus on an aspect of basketball that doesn't get enough attention. All right, see, you can have a roster filled with perennial all-stars like the Heat Beat crew. Or a team collected of mainly random scrub heat killers. Maybe a bunch of journeymen on their last NBA legs or even a rambunctious group of talented young misfits. But no matter what, it takes the right coach to get all 15 guys to buy into a system and culture bigger than themselves. To get the most out of someone's potential on and off the floor. Yes, Heat fans see it every day with our first ballot Hall of Fame coach, Eric Spolster, a.k.a. Filipino Jackson, and a group of brash, delinquent, outcast teenagers in Richmond, California, saw it too. When their new basketball coach first stepped foot into the gym and demanded the respect that Samuel L. Jackson motherfucking deserves, that's right, this week we're breaking down Coach Carter. Mm-hmm. I know, Rowan, you excited? This one's on your list? You should be. You should be, man. This one one is good. Based on a true story, Coach Carter is an inspiring tale about a man that I'm convinced was at one point a drill sergeant uh, turned high school basketball coach. I mean, you can't tell me that Major Payne didn't play a pivotal role in this man's parenting skills. But what I love most about this movie is that it's clearly just Samuel L. Jackson being Samuel L. Jackson. And the movie makes a very clear point to show you that he's dealing with some tough kids. I mean, look at this cast, okay? Uh, First, you got young Channing Tatum, fresh off She's the Man fame. Then you got that dude from My Cousin Skeeter that was way less entertaining than the actual puppet. Um, And then, I love this one, and Hollywood's go-to racially ambiguous kid from all of those 2000 films, okay? Need a a tough yet funny-looking next uh, Puerto Rican kid that can cover all three boxes in one casting for about nine years, this was your man. So as soon as Coach Carter steps in, they call him Spanish in old school. 
Yo, right? <laughs> exactly. Spanish! Yeah. <laughs> Great one. As soon as Coach Carter steps into the gym, he's laying down the rules. Everybody call me yes sir or no sir. Everybody must attend and sit in the front row of all their classes, and everyone must maintain decent grades. So little Jose Alvarado decides to test Coach <laughs> Carter and sneak attack bitch slap him. But he didn't know that Jackie Brown is a cold <laughs> motherfucker, okay? So Coach Carter shoves him into the wall, and little Ernesto is shook. And he says the teachers aren't supposed to touch students. And then Coach Carter says, I'm not a teacher. I'm a coach. Oh. <laughs> Damn! I mean, great movie line, but Coach Carter better chill. That response will not hold up well in court. I mean, you're saying you found a loophole to touch a child in today's climate? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, anyways, some time passes, and after a while, Coach Carter just breaks them all down mentally and physically. He has them running suicides in the gym till they puke. He teaches them the importance of finely tuned defense. And my favorite part, he starts implementing his own playbook, which is literally just him bragging about all his crazy exes. Like literally every fucking play is the name of an ex and he goes into detail of what made them crazy. Like I was with this one girl, she had a fat ass that jiggles more than a McFlurry. Her name was Nancy and we played a game called Just the Tip. So when I say Nancy, look for the offensive tipping. Okay? This other girl, she was <laughs> This other girl, she it's once a tip used... situation. I was oh. waiting for that. She once used a pin to puncture a small hole in my condom. Her name was Delilah. So when I screamed Delilah, we moved to trap defense for 18 years. Uh, and you know, Coach Carter was getting it in because he had like 12 different plays all named after crazy exes. So the kids start bonding and buying into Coach Carter's rules and Delilah, Delilah, Nancy, Nancy, shit like that. They go on a major fucking run and they start racking up the wins and become the hottest team in California. That is until the players' first report cards are released. Uh -oh. Realizing his players are failing several classes, he puts chains on the gym doors and locks the players out, even forfeiting several games. Because Coach Carter knows that to be a real winner, you gotta dominate in the classroom. That's right. The funny right. part is, all the other teachers are like, this is fucking bullshit, all right? <laughs> Let them play, all right? Like, we, we, we wanna watch a game, okay? <laughs> Even some of the parents were like, we don't care as long as they're getting buckets. But the players decide to unite and back up Coach Carter since he's the only one that's really believed in them. They spend weeks locked out in the gym studying like crazy in the library until finally they get their grades up in time just for the last game of the season against the number one ranked team in the state. And with the help of Coach Carter's unwavering support, Ernesto's sweet three-point three shooting stroke and that Delilah, Lila, and the Nancy condom broken defense situation, they win the game and become one of the most celebrated high school teams of all time. See, Coach Carter isn't just a story about a demanding yet caring coach, but it's also a triumphant story about perseverance and believing in yourself. I give this film 25 drip drops. Brass, take me out. So I do want to say two things about that movie. So one, Steph got to stop taking credit for changing the game when Timo Cruz did that. And two, the idea that like <laughs> Coach Carter, the whole movie is Coach Carter said, hey, I want your kids to succeed. And the whole community was like, get the fuck out of here. We trying to hoop. <laughs> That's literally what I just said. Did you not I know, my 45-minute like, monologue? Like, like, what? <laughs> but like the idea, like, I won't say it's on it. Like the parents of the kids themselves, like, look, 
fuck my kids. Let's let them go out there and hoop. Like, what up? Like, you seen people die and go to jail. Who cares if my kid dies and goes to jail? Just fucking let them play against Ty Crane. It's an amazing movie. And shout out to Frankie for his Coach Carter story. Y'all can ask him about that one day. Ooh, cool. Interesting. I do want to call out some uh, some subs. Uh, since this is a, a drip drop, uh, drip drop night after all, Mandelpsy resubscribed with Prime. Uh, that's two months straight. Says Jimmy Butler does look like a dark skinned Martin. I, he said it, not me. Uh, also gave out one community <laughs> gift sub. Uh, uh, FT, uh, yeah, FT Reeve 31 gave out one community gift sub. Thank you for that. Also resubscribed with Prime. That's four months straight. Said big win, but we need to have an honest conversation about the mechanic versus yurt season. And then Karate Situation resubscribe for one month of Tier 1. That's 10 months straight for you. Uh, This sub anniversary goes to Kenny and his internet situation. So cheers to all of you who sub tonight. Let's uh, hit hit him, Moose. Gotta hit him one time with a drip drop. Everybody in the comments who's like uh, insinuating that I was really bored during that last segment or hated it, you're totally right. Um, <laughs> I was, I was, I did not know that this was going to be this long of a podcast. I didn't know that there was going to be wow. a Coach Carter well, recap. I, like I didn't know someone was going to be going to just good, describe the entire plot of Coach Carter in detail. <laughs> I mean, we can uh, run it back. In the <laughs> middle of back. this, give me the intro, bro. No, no, you know, here's my problem. Here's my problem. Listen. Also, Deadman's the best, one of the best backup centers in the NBA. Stop. With Thank you. Stop. He's the best. He is the best backup five in the entire NBA. Let's let's put that out there. What I don't like is Ron. He came in here. You're very <laughs> fucking so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm just, you know what? I'm just, I, listen, first of all, are you just disrespectful on Locked On Heat? I don't feel like you are. Just oh, walk into your house not oh, you go on Locked On? What the hell? Locked On's the best Miami Heat podcast oh, out there. Oh, move yeah, them out. Take them out. You're done. Broke a rule there. He... This is outrageous. Bring him back. Seriously, back. you never make fun of Moose <laughs> at the movies. At least he didn't say the guys across the street was better than us. Yeah, first of all, we are the wouldn't say that. For Miami Heat fans, and listen, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I love you, Rohan. You're 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 a big part of Sports Illustrated, and whatever that means anymore. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm going at Rohan right now. I'm going at Rohan. I you're earned it. Part, I earned you're, it. No, you you, you big time. You big time to us on your way I in. Did. You're right. I'm gonna right. big. I'm gonna come back at you a little no, bit you, because this is what should. I do. As you should. No, listen, I had a little bit of an attitude there. I maybe dialed it up too much. And uh, and now you're reeling me back in. Now you're reeling me back in. And I will say, a lot of times I'm like, oh, Rohan retweeted us. And I'm like, that ain't him. He ain't shake nothing. (laughs) Uh, I'm just, no, Kenny, calm down a little bit. I'm I'm going at Rohan a little bit because I love Rohan. We are friends. We come from the same ilk. Like we're we're Cool Springs raised and, and like listen, yeah. but I, I I when Rohan came in here strong like, why did you introduce me early? And I'm like, you, you party. there's not a lot of difference between me and you, Rohan. I'm just gonna say just because you got the the Sports Illustrated uh, uh, behind you, I'm just so I'm, what I'm trying to say is, 
Because a lot of times Rohan tweets something out, and that shit said that shit got like two retweets, fourteen likes. And I'm like, let me go ahead and help. That what happens? That what happens? My let me help my man Rohan out because <laughs> he says somebody he let me let me reach Heat fans with this because Rohan doesn't reach Heat fans like that, not the way I do. And I'm not I'm not bragging about what I my reach. I was like, let me help Rohan reach Heat fans. I'm gonna retweet uh, Rohan shit. They re Heat fan. You're you're not Ryan Cortez. I'm gonna tell you that shit right now. You're not Cortez. You ain't got no culture chatter. I'm just saying. You and don't it. come Chris here. Chris Cody's the better Cody. So take that. I'm just saying. Hmm. Don't come on the. Don't come on Hangover time. Feeling like you you could throw your weight around. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, That's Alf's no. job. Yeah, respect. <laughs> Good for you, Alf. Good for oh you. no, I'm, I'm gonna shut. You. Listen, I love you. You know Rohan. I love you. But so don't, I, don't come out here trying to throw your I'm, weight around. I'm not dis- I'm not disagreeing with anything that's been said. I'm just. <laughs> I'm no. I'm I'm internalizing so, it. I'm gonna hold myself accountable. <laughs> you know. I I do want to sort of defend Sports Illustrated because that by proximity defends actually Nicole Moss and I don't want to speak any further because I'm drunk and I don't want to like get out of hand and make Rohan uncomfortable but I love her so I know I'm already out but take me out brass also okay yeah you weren't even you weren't even uh you weren't even featured yeah no he told me I'm just following orders just like I do for all the black and time segments from you yeah I have no I, I I don't even know what's happening anymore. What time's that Super Bowl party, Rohan? I'm very fucking drunk. It starts like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that Aaron and you heard her Aaron coach Carter tonight. Restart. Let's 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 give him an encore <laughs> presentation of Moose at the movies. Hey! Do I have to stay? Can I, can I just <laughs> shut my computer off? I'm not gonna remember any of this. You got a nugget? We can end the show on a nugget if you got a nugget. Is um, Goran coming back? He was at the game. I mean, no one's is, making any points about him at the game with Tyler Johnson is, and, and Hassan Whiteside's cousin. This is an Goran at the forward move. This is an anti-nugget. I'll leave you guys with this. Number one, I'm anti-nugget. Do the Heat want Dragic <laughs> back? I don't know. Number two, I was supposed to do a story with PJ Tucker while I was in Miami recently. And he's playing too well, so he didn't want to jinx it, so he backed out. Whoa. Oh. Okay. No, let me tell you guys. Something. And I told, and I respected it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." That let me tell you guys how I I will the Heat to a win tonight. <laughs> and this is because I'm fucked the fuck up. And honestly, oh, I know. Rohan will never come back on and hang out with me. Again. I love you, Rohan. <laughs> This I love you. You're, you're my best friend. I know you're I'm fucked up. You, there's a couple clips you haven't even pulled. We haven't even played them yet, but we're not going to. Yeah, I don't so know. That's how I know. That's a long go, time. Go ahead. Long go time ahead. Time. I forgot there was a game tonight. I'm telling you, my wife can fucking vouch for this. I have worn the same pair of Miami Heat shorts <laughs> for the last four wins. And then I didn't wear them tonight. I was just wearing another pair of shorts. I was like, down here. I'm like, Heat, oh, we got the starting lineup. I don't need that shit. They uh, fucking Kyrie hit that three or somebody, uh, Cam Thompson, somebody hit a three and cut it to one with like 37 seconds left. I ran upstairs 
And my wife was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I got to get my shorts. And I put the motherfuckers on, and I came back downstairs when we won the game. I'm just trying to say, listen, I'm not going to try. I'm not trying to say that it's what all are about you me. To say? <laughs> but it is all about me. I Because I put these shorts on, we won this fucking game tonight. Rohan, that's, that's the next feature story idea right there. You need an interview? Al, yes. put him on the front cover of Sports Illustrated. When he won the title, I want him to have his own parade float with his shorts on. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking hope he has his shorts on. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.